The Big Scary Show is brought to you in part by Dark Imaginings. Web design, creepy changing portraits, and much, much more. DarkImaginings.com For the deepest, darkest crews, to the backwoods swamp where you hit the bottom, for the inside of your casket, to the fears lying deep inside your subconscious, it's time for the Big Scary Show. Hey, this is Doug Sheldon from Fear Expo, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. This is Reverend Michael from Sinister Sydney in Sydney, Iowa, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. This is Kirk Kirsteiner, otherwise known as Dr. Greenblade at the Terra Tallahassee, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hello, creeps. It's me, John Kassir, the voice of... The Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and you're listening to The Big Scary Show, the top podcast in the industry. <laughs> Hi, this is Shannon Hops with Still Be Studios and Dark Hour Haunted House in Plano, Texas. You are listening to The Big Scary Show. This is Michael Edwards from Terror in the Corn in Erie, Colorado, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. You're listening to The Big Scary Show with three big scary men and one that wears more makeup than I do. As we stand on the cusp of 2023, The Big Scary Show would like to wish each and every one of our listeners, friends, family, and everyone else a very happy, safe, and, of course, spooky New Year. We're getting those resolutions made, we're all having a good time, celebrating the end of the holiday season. Now it's time to get to work. Halloween is just ten short months away. But of course, The Big Scary Show will be here all throughout the year to help you pass the time until we once again welcome the Halloween season. Of course, this episode 279 is chock full of good things. Storm is bringing us a classic haunt minute. Meat Hook Jim talks about the Salem Witch Trials. I'm going to be bringing you the latest in Deadline News. There's some Friday the 13th and Valentine's Day stuff coming up, as well as convention news. The Old Crone has got her segment on some very interesting DIY videos that she enjoys. And, of course, 
some really, really great rockin' tunes to kick off the new year. The Roundtable of Terror brings in Doug Sheldon from Fear Expo to talk about his second-year trade show happening in March in Owensboro, Kentucky. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and you might even see a surprise guest from the Big Scary Show attending Fear Expo. All this and so much more on Episode 279 of the Big Scary Show. Happy 2023, everyone. Now let's go be scary. Hey, it's Patrick Voss here with VFX, VFXCreates.com. Wanting to thank the guys at the Big Scary Show for helping us be so successful in 2022. Looking for a prosperous 2023. And I hope all the haunts out there had a great year, too. See you at Transworld. If you are alone, don't answer the phone. It could set you up for a visitor who turns killer. He is not particular, as long as you're beautiful, sensuous, and photogenic. You see, he poses as a magazine photographer and schedules an appointment for murder. Yours. I know because it happened to me. I was one of the lucky ones. I didn't keep the appointment. You'll see the complete story in the new shocking motion picture, Don't Answer the Phone. Rated R. Under 17 must be accompanied by parent or guardian. Psychocharger. Route 666 on the Big Scary Show. Let's get some 
Broadcasting to you from the darkest reaches of the earth. This is a Haunt Minute. And now, with this week's commentary, Storm. Alright, so this time of year we're always looking for some sort of inspiration for our haunt. We're trying to come up with, you know, new ideas and new stuff. We'll check out movies and we'll check out news and... You know, sometimes either or, or sometimes both, will give us that inspiration we need. But there's one story this week that might just be a little too far, a little too too real, a little a little too spooky. All right, we go to Norway, South Carolina. That's right, not home of the Vikings, home of whatever. Well, I'll tell you what it's home of. A uh, bunch of teens who are driving around on ATVs. Yay. Uh, through the woods, and they were going to go check out a abandoned haunted house. You know, it was a house that hadn't been lived in for ten years, a little bit off the beaten path in the woods, and they were going to drive there and check it out because they heard it's haunted. You know, again, what you're not supposed to do, but pretty much very reasonable, we, most people would do. So they get to the haunted house in the woods, and they're checking out. They find a large chest freezer in the back. Well, we've seen some horror movies. What could this possibly be? So one of them opens it. And, you know, you expect to find, you know, nothing. The, the normal, you know, real life. No, they find a freaking badly decomposing maggot-covered body. Yes, a body. Ah, awful. They do the right thing. They call police and, you know, searching it out. They're, the police are working on autopsy. They, the most they can figure out is a male and they got a tattoo and some clothing. So they're still looking into that. But that's not even the craziest thing. The most spooky thing, the weirdest thing about this entire story. No, because after finding the body, two nights later, the house burns to the ground. And no one knows why. So, you know, house, body, house not lived in, body, which has been there a lot less than 10 years, found in a freezer chest, reportedly haunted, and then burns to the ground. You can't make that up. You can't write a haunted attraction like that. So, yes, when you're looking for inspiration, you can find it anywhere and even in the news, but it just might be a little too real for yourself. So, um, until next time. Keep every minute scared. Tune in next episode for another Haunt Minute. And in the meantime, share your opinions on the Big Scary Show Facebook page and on Twitter at Big Scary Store. Hi, this is Josh Gates from Travel Channel's Expedition Unknown reminding you to send all hate mail to storm at bigscaryshow.com. Good evening. My name is Deadfield, the zombie butler. Visit me and all my friends here at vfxcreates.com and check out the new Putrid Pete, the zombie puppet. We have several new products that you might want to see. (laughs) See you soon at vfxcreates.com Music by Midnight Syndicate. Where Voodoo Sleeps on the Big Scary Show. Seven days from Halloween in the year of 9 
Spectral Illusions is a digital production studio creating video effects for your home or pro haunt. They carry over 30 stock videos ready for immediate download, as well as USB drives preloaded with multiple effects. In partnership with AAXA Technologies, they now carry projectors preloaded with multiple effects. And now Big Scary Show listeners can get 15% off downloads, USBs, and screens with code BIGSCARY15. Projectors not included. Visit SpectralIllusions.com and add some life to your haunt. That's SpectralIllusions.com. Hello, everybody. This is Drew Badger, and this is the Deadline News for episode 279. And we're going to start off with this news from Transworld. We have breaking news. Universal Orlando is coming to Transworld's Halloween and Attraction Show. That's right. T.J. Manorino, Vice President of Art and Design, Entertainment Division at Universal, will be teaching three seminars at this year's show. During his 25 years at Universal Orlando, T.J. Manorino has led a team of artists, scenic and costume designers, creative and concept developers, and show producers working in tandem to deliver some of the industry's most compelling live entertainment experiences. T.J. and his design team are highly regarded for their continued successes in the uniquely innovative design and development of Universal Orlando's award-winning Halloween Horror Nights. Universal Orlando. These seminars will sell out, so don't you miss out. Sign up today at haashow.com. We have this update from Days of the Dead coming to Atlanta. It is with great pleasure that we announce the addition of actress and musician Sherry Curry to the guest roster for Days of the Dead Atlanta happening January 27th through the 29th. Curry is most widely known as the former lead vocalist of the highly influential all-female rock band The Runaways, performing on hit albums The The Runaways and Queens of Noise, as well as their live record Live in Japan. In her post-Runaways career, Sherry has continued to make music as a solo artist and even took a brief foray into acting, starring in such films as Foxes, Parasite, and Twilight Zone the movie. Get more information and tickets at daysofthedead.com. We have this update from the Mad Monster Party coming to Concord, North Carolina. Meet Keith David at Mad Monster Party 2023. Keith David from The Thing, They Live, Gargoyles, Nope, The Princess and the Frog, Rick and Morty, and so much more joins the madness in North Carolina February 17th through the 19th. Photo ops are on sale now. For tickets, hotel, and more information, visit madmonster.com. We have this news from the Endless Night Vampire Ball coming to Los Angeles. Endless Night Productions and Father Sebastian present the Los Angeles Vampire Ball 2023, taking place on Sunday, February 19th from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. at the legendary Globe Theater. Gates open at 9 p.m. for VIPs, 10 p.m. for general admission, and going until 3 a.m. Endless Night hosts sold-out vampire costume-themed events in Berlin, 
Paris, New York, Barcelona, Tampa, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and the main event over Halloween weekend in New Orleans at the House of Blues. The dress code is Victorian, Edwardian, latex, ancient cultures, Baroque, medieval, pagan, and elegant gowns with top hats, black tie, cloaks, and capes. No superhero cosplay, jeans, or t-shirts. When in doubt, wear all black. Be fabulous and amazing. Fangs, SFX contests, and legacy onks are encouraged, but not required. Get more information and tickets at EndlessNight.com slash Los Angeles 2023. We have this update from the Mayhem Haunted House in Ottumwa, Iowa. Who doesn't live a good scare? What about a good scare in February? We scare you in the cornrows, but can we scare you in the snow? For two nights only, coming this lovebird season, Mayhem Haunted House presents to you a night to dismember. Join us for a special Valentine's holiday haunt that's sure to bring you a night full of screams, if you dare. Happening February 10th and 11th, get more information at MayhemHauntedHouse.com. We have a Transworld vendor update from Cyclone Signs. The elves have revolted. The working conditions of Santa's North Pole sweatshop are deplorable, and the elves have had enough. Santa's brutal reign is no more. Come see our new holiday-themed signs and many others at our booth in the Dark Zone at Transworld this year. Get more information and see the latest custom signs they have to offer at CycloneSigns.com. We have some news regarding a special screening of the Rocky Horror Picture Show in Newton, North Carolina. Join the original Brad Majors, Barry Bostwick, for a screening of the original unedited movie with a live shadow cast and audience participation, plus a memorabilia display, costume contest, and more. Barry's birthday is February 24th, so we will be celebrating Rocky Horror Style. Get exclusive tickets to the VIP meet and greet to meet Barry Bostwick himself, have a personal photo opportunity, and get an autograph. The VIP meet and greet is available in every price zone, but purchased separately from show ticket costs. The VIP meet and greet add-on includes a special Rocky Horror VIP laminate, get your photo taken with Barry Bostwick with your own camera, pick out a photo of Barry's collection to get signed. Get your tickets and more information at ncauditorium.com slash events. And finally, we have this news from the A.W. Shucks Farm and 13-acre haunted house in Monroe, North Carolina. A.W. Shucks is officially retiring and closing its doors in December. Thanks for all who have made memories over the years at our special property, Our greatest joy has been in meeting so many amazing people and building friendships that will last a lifetime. Thanks for all of your support over the last 14 years. Although we will continue with a few items on the property, we will scale back considerably and the following will no longer be offered beginning this year. The corn maze, pumpkins, field trips, photo sessions, birthday parties, and festivals. We will continue to offer camp back to basics, weddings at both of our venues, and the 13th Acre Haunt, which will be expanded into a much larger attraction opening this September. Stay tuned for the details of the new haunted attractions that will be joining us to make the farm a Halloween destination in 2023. Keep up with updates on the haunt at 
the13thacre.com. Remember, folks, if you have news in the haunted house, Halloween, or horror industries, and you want it on the show, email it to us, news at bigscaryshow.com, and we'll get it on the show. No news is too big or too small. This concludes this edition of the Big Scary Show's Deadline News. <laughs> Want to take your haunt to a new dimension of terror? Then let Dark Imaginings conjure up some ghoulish graphics and web design services for your home, haunt, or crypt. To see more of our products and services, drop by darkimaginings.com Let us help you get ahead of your competition. (laughs) The Roundtable of Terror is very proudly sponsored by HauntPay. Whether it's time ticketing, virtual queue lines, or anything else related to online ticket sales, have Alex and his staff set you up at hauntpay.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Round Table of Terror. And you know, we're here right at the top of a brand new year. You know, new year, new me, all that garbage that so many people do. So many New Year's resolutions being made, soon to be broken, but being made nonetheless. Why not make one of your New Year's resolutions to attend the Fear Expo trade show Coming up March 23rd through the 26th in Owensboro, Kentucky. Had the pleasure of driving through that earlier in 2022. A lovely little town. A lot of cool stuff happening on there. It is an actual haunt trade show. Not a convention. Not open to the general public. If you work in the industry, you qualify. But we want to talk a little bit about it. They're going into their second year technically second and a half year, because they did put on a virtual trade show a couple of years ago, but this will be their second brick and mortar, so to speak, happening at the Owensboro Convention Center. We have organizer Doug Sheldon with us, who is also the owner of The Haunt in Grand Rapids, Michigan, who is at an undisclosed location in a very warm climate right now. We hate him so damn much. Doug, are you with us? I'm with you, Drew. What's the temperature today? You know, I, I've actually had a little bit of a complaint about this uh, this weather here in Florida. We're down here by Naples, and it, it was actually in the 40s. So, But I hear tomorrow it's going to double, and it's going to get around 80. So oh, it's about time it gets back to normal. <laughs> boo freaking who. But it's good to have you, even though you are in sunny Florida. <sighs> but anyway... We're going to be talking Fear Expo with you, as well as our regular hosts. Unfortunately, Storm is not with us tonight. He is doing some family obligations. They're still here for the holidays. So we will not be talking with Storm, but we do have up in Cincinnati somebody who will be attending Fear Expo, Meat Hook Jim. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. 
I was uh, I was disappointed I couldn't make it last year. So yeah, it's going to be fun, and uh, we're going to teach some actors how to beat up each other. That sounds like a, a a fun concept. We'll have to delve into that a little bit more. We also want to welcome the old crone, aka Jana, out in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Welcome. Hello. <clears throat> I am uh, still recovering from the winter solstice that went to uh, a negative 17 degrees um, here, you know, but I'm sure Doug knows nothing about that type of temperatures, <laughs> but I'm here. I'm nice and warm now. <laughs> Very nice. My name is Drew Badger. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. We've just had temperatures of eight degrees. And of course, nobody knows how to handle that much cold here in the deep south so i'm just here with my tea and getting ready to talk fear expo happening march 23rd through the 26th at the owensboro kentucky convention center doug give us the who where when and why why should somebody attend fear expo wow i mean that's uh, that's just such an uh Right up front question <laughs> we're just gonna we, get we, it out we hit right you now. hard <laughs> we hit you hard as soon as we as soon as we see you, it's what you get for being in Florida. No, I, I love it. So, um, first of all, thank you very much for having us on the show. And uh, Jim, thank you for coming to the show this year. We're excited to actually um, be in the warm weather this year. We're going to be March 24th um, through the 26th. I know you said the 23rd. That is the Ultimate Haunt Tour, which is part of that as well. So, I mean, we can include that because um, it is a pre-show tour. Um, Absolutely. It's our, sec it's our second year and there's a lot of growth and we've learned a lot from the way last year went. We've increased our staff. We've, um, we've delegated very well. And um, there are so many answers to that question. So, I mean, I almost feel like I need to have bullet points. Um, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, um, you know, March 23rd, you know, one reason to come to the show is you got to come check out the Ultimate Haunt Tour. They did, uh, we were a sponsor of it, Fear Expo, and um, they did a 12 haunt in three day up in Michigan, uh, the first part of November. And now we're teaming up with them again, and they're doing six haunts in one day. <laughs> so, um, you know, the Ultimate Haunt Tour, that's uh, the pre-show tour. Very excited about the haunts that are involved there in Louisville. Um, the vendors that can make it to that, they're going to have a great time. Otherwise, they'll be setting up for the big, uh, the big show for the rest of the weekend. So um, the 24th is something totally different, something that I've always wanted to see the industry go towards. Um, we, we did a little small taste of it last year, and that was um, when we brought our networking speed dating um, event, and it was so successful. So many people signed up for it um, that we decided to enhance it and bring it together and make it a whole day of networking. Because really, when you go to a trade show, there's, there's certain aspects of a trade show that you're looking for. The first one, um, I truly believe in from all of the um, questionnaires we've done is networking. So Friday is Fear Expo Networking and Celebration Day. And we start out the morning. We're going to have a big, big buffet breakfast, large oversized tables. So that way you're sitting with people that you don't know and you're getting to meet them, um, having some good food and getting to meet everyone there. 
And then, um, of course, there'd be an open bar, uh, which would be nice. Uh, you know, start the day off right. Um, and then from there, you're going to go upstairs. Um, and we're going to have keynote speakers from 1030 until 230. Uh, there is a lunch break in there. Um, each keynote speaker is going to talk for about 45 minutes. And the theme this year is making money. I could not think of a better theme for all of us vendors and owners than making money. So we're going to have um, all the keynote speakers talking um, about how to make money in this industry. Um, and the nice thing about it is we're bringing speakers that are from outside the industry to talk. We're about ready to start announcing them and we're going to be posting them very soon. Uh, we're just finishing up a couple contracts. Um, and then from there, of course, like I said, you're going to have a nice lunch. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be something that when you sit down, you're going to feel like you're appreciated. Um, and that's, that's how we want the industry to know that we appreciate everyone in this industry. So from the, from everything about the, um, decor to the food to the drink, um, we want to make sure you have a good time on Friday. Um, and then from there, we're going to have a special VIP opening of the show floor. So at three o'clock, the show floor will open from three to six. Uh, we'll have refreshments and, you know, probably a open bar again <laughs> um, on the show floor. And all the VIPs will be able to walk through, talk to the vendors, you know, talk about their products, get to know people. Um, just really have a good time on the show floor without the large crowds. And then at six o'clock. Um, no, I'm sorry, 6.30, we will go directly into our networking buffet. It'll be a dinner buffet. And this time, it'll be the round table, but we're having it in the grand ballroom because of the amount of people that we're expecting. Um, so it'll be just like our round table, or excuse me, our speed dating that we did last year. But this year, um, a lot more people, a lot more vendors and hot owners, and uh, we're going to feed you. And there's a bar there as well. So we're starting to get a little habit here with the bar thing, as you can tell. Volunteers <laughs> like and to drink. There's a, <laughs> a trend here. <laughs> and, then at, <laughs> and then at nine o'clock, all of the VIPs um, who've been with us all day will get to go into some live entertainment. We have a VIP access for some live entertainment. And um, you get to dance and party and have fun with everyone until about midnight, one o'clock when we close it down. So that's just Friday. That's um, while all this has happened for the VIPs. Um, you also have the general admission people who, you know, a lot of the actors who are coming in early. You also have the makeup artists, you know, the people who aren't the business owners. Um, we have something for them, too, because we're running one one oh one classes from noon until six. So they'll be able to partake. Anyone who gets a general mission class or general mission or VIP ticket this year gets free classes. So you get to go to any class you want, except for the workshops, completely for free. So um, that's going to be really nice. We'll have those running all day on Friday for anyone um, you know who's coming in at general mission. And um, I mean that's just Friday. And I I know there's. You know, I'm just really bullet pointing everything. I'm not going into much detail, but a lot of great things. Um, Haunting You actually has signed in as a sponsor of the new um, networking uh, buffet. 
And so we're excited about them coming in. We have a couple other sponsors that are signing up right now as well. So, I mean, everything about this is just growing year over year. Sounds well, like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm personally glad that you're doing the bullet pointing and really talking about what all is going to be happening because, you know, this being basically still a brand new show, um, people kind of like to know what they're going to be getting into if they're going to be investing their time and their money to come. They mm-hmm. they want to know what they're going to get um, in return. So I think it's great you're doing the bullet points. Yeah, and all of this is on our website as well. So if anyone goes to fearexpolive.com and they click on attend, um, they'll be able to see each day's schedule on there. And um, they'll be able to see, you know, what we talked about with Thursday with the Ultimate Haunt Tour. We have links so you can go and get tickets. And then Friday's events for general admission and the VIPs. And then Saturday, um, we start out, you have breakfast in your hotel. This is when the trade show starts. Uh, buyer registration opens at 8 a.m. Uh, the VIP, ben, ben, excuse me, buyers and vendors, um, we have snack and coffee, you know, donuts, so on and so forth on the show floor in the VIP lounge. And then um, we have the workshop starting, the Hong Kong workshop start at 9 a.m. and run to 6 p.m. on the third floor. At 10 a.m., we have Fear Expo show floor. It opens up for everyone. Um, we have, excuse me, the VIP room where we, all of our vendors, we feed all of our vendors at Fear Expo. That's something that I felt was very important. We also bring around water and make sure that anything they need, if they need someone to relieve them, um, so they can run, you know, an errand or to the bathroom, whatever. We have workers on the floor. We have concierge for each aisle to help take care of all of our vendors. But the VIP lounge will have snacks and refreshments, um, throughout the day. And then, of course, we have a lunch for our VIPs between 11.30 and 1.30. Um, at 5 p.m., the show floor closes, and everyone can head upstairs. We have our Fear Expo awards and giveaways. Um, that's on the third floor between 5.30 and 6.30. And then between roughly around 9 o'clock, I think probably closer to 8 o'clock, we're going to have the Fear Expo costume ball. Um, but this year, we haven't put it on the schedule yet because we're still working on the details. We are doing a special makeup contest that um, I'm hoping to have on here really soon. Um, it goes along with the theme of the costume boss, so it's going to be really a lot of fun and a lot of participation. Uh, we're going to have the individuals who are there be the judges instead of having you know judges come in and pick people. We actually are going to let everyone decide who the winners are. So um, maybe I can send you a, a news blast when we release that and give you all the information here in the real close future. Yes. Um, and, then, and then that's Saturday. Um, you know, we just like to keep it really simple. I mean, um, you, you put the bullet points out there and then you fill it full of fun stuff during those times. Um, Sunday, breakfast in the hotels and then 9 a.m. the VIP um, buyers and vendors can show up for snack and coffee and donuts in the VIP tent. And then um, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., the seminars and workshops are going. 10 a.m., the show floor opens. It stays open until 2 o'clock. Um, and then, of course, we have, you know, snacks and refreshments in the VIP tent all day. So that is a very quick nutshell of everything we're doing. Um, and when you ask me why, um, you should come to Fear Expo. That is bullet point number one. I mean, we have a lot going on this year for you. Um, everything from 
education, entertainment, um, networking, and um, some amazing vendors from the haunt industry. Now, one thing you mentioned a few minutes ago, you said the HauntCon educational seminars. Um, I, I think we've seen now for the last few weeks that you have been throwing the HauntCon logo up there pairing with Fear Expo. Um, for people who remember HauntCon, which was its own separate convention for many, many years, paired up with the retail show for a couple of years, and apparently HauntCon is back, and it's now paired with you. How did that happen? So um, last year, uh, we, were, we were finishing up Fair Expo, and um, a bunch of us sat down and we were talking about 2023, and we said, okay, what's it going to be? And, you know, we're looking at all the dates and um, we, we came upon saying, you know, the end of January, January 28th, I think was the date that we threw out there. And then someone said to me, well, what about HauntCon? Um, they might be coming back now that the uh, now that, you know, COVID's over with the pandemic's moved on. There's a good chance that we could be competing directly with HauntCon on the same weekend. And I said, oh, <laughs> um, maybe maybe I should reach out to them. So that's what I did. I reached out to them and um, had a great conversation with Liz over there at, um, at HauntCon. And uh, I just started, you know, talking to them about what their plans were and were they going to be coming back um, or are they going to stay out in Vegas? You know, because right now they're doing um, the Halloween, um, the Halloween party show that's out there right now in Vegas. And um, whether HauntCon was going to be part of that, you know, and, and just really having some good conversations about the direction of where their show was going to be going. And I just mentioned, I said, you know what would be really fun? <laughs> I said, it'd be kind of great if, if we worked together so that way we weren't competing on the same weekend, you know, as far as bringing HauntCon back um, with the education that everyone's known HauntCon for and with the haunt tours, which of course that's where the ultimate haunt tour was born was through that conversation. And, um, you know, we had many conversations over the, over the time period of, you know, the next 60 to 90 days. But when we, when we finally had all the dust settled, we decided that it made sense to come together and, um, work together with both brands for this show. So the trade show, is co-sponsored by Fear Expo and HauntCon. The education is brought to you by HauntMaster Classes, which is, you know, basically the HauntCon side of this. And the Haunt Tour is brought to you by both Fear Expo and HauntCon as well. So, so it's basically two, you know, an up-and-coming brand with the Fear Expo side of this and a, um, a group that's done this for so many years and been so successful and um it's just now you have you know the you have the teacher and you have the, the student you know coming together to hopefully make one of you know the best trade shows in the industry eventually the first time i ever taught a class at a convention was haunt con in 2011 they are very well known for having exceptional seminars and and they put on some pretty decent uh Pretty decent tours as well, and it's nice to know that that brand has been resurrected and will be a part of Fear Expo, which we assume will be for years to come. Well, as, as of right now, we are going to take this year, and then we take our measurements, and we're going to look at what we need to do for next year. 
And speaking of looking ahead, let's look back for a second. How was last year's show? You know, there were some people that said it was great. There were some people that said it needed improvement, which you could say that about every single first year show out there. So how was last year? Obviously, it was good enough to have a, a new show this year. But um, Fear Expo 2022, decent, good, so great. So what was, what was the overall reactions? So there's a couple of different ways that I, I measure success um, when it has to do with any company. Um, of course, you set, you set your milestones on where you want to get to as far as, you know, attendance level, vendors, so on and so forth. Um, not too many businesses make money the first year that they do anything. Um, so, so there's a lot of different elements that you have to look at. But um, one thing that I've always looked at was retention. Um, you know, how are you doing as far as retention? So when we walked around the show floor at the on Sunday and we had our little sheets of paper, you know, saying, hey, would you like to come back? You know, here's the sign up sheet to come back next year. Um, we only had out of all of the vendors that were there, we only had two vendors who paused and then actually both of them decided not to come back this year. But one of them really wasn't in the Han industry, so I wasn't too concerned about that. And then the other one, it just it just wasn't the right time for them. So um, other than that, I mean, we're bringing back everyone plus more that was there last year. So um, when you asked me how was last show, last year's show, as far as a measure of success, when I can have a retention rate like that and then growth from it. I got to consider last year a very good show for us. Congratulations. That sounds great. And I assume that as you're, you're hinting at here, the trade show floor is larger than last year, and there may still be room for vendors that might be interested in getting on, on with this. And that's correct. We, um, we have built in ways to increase the amount of vendors that we can put on the show floor. So um, it, it's kind of, it's kind of like, um, you know, designing a haunted attraction. Okay, well, I have room to go 3,000 square feet, you know, but I'd like to I'd like to get to five, you know. So you build it a certain way so that way you can expand. Well, it's the same way with the show floor. We've, we've taken the show floor. We've designed it to be able to handle, you know, 125 vendors. Um, can we handle 160? Yeah, we just have to tweak a few things, move some stuff around, and we can handle more. So, um what I like about the convention center that we're at is we have the entire convention center. We're not a small um, thought at a very large convention center. You know, we're like if we're at Nashville or, you know, um, one of the larger conventions, um, we'd only have a portion of the room and have to grow to it. This way, when you come to Owensboro during the month of March, you know, that, that, that weekend, excuse me, um, you're going to be able to tell that Fear Expo is there because of the signage, the whole convention center is laid out as Fear Expo. And it just gives you a feeling of, you know, what the show can be. I do want to remind you all, you are listening to the Roundtable of Terror here on the Big Scary Show. We are talking to Doug Sheldon, the organizer of Fear Expo, coming to Owensboro, Kentucky in March. We're going to take a very short break here to listen to this very important message. And we will be right back are you looking for a comprehensive ticketing solution for your haunted attraction haunt pay has the answer 
We skip the features you don't need and focus on the ones you like, such as timed ticketing and repeat time slots, variable ticket types, bundle and combo tickets, social media discounts, and now featuring all-in-one options including managing your tickets online and at the door, as well as upselling and managing your merchandise and concessions with a comprehensive report on everything at the end of the night. Head on over to hauntpay.com and get started in 60 seconds for free. And we're back to the Roundtable of Terror talking with Doug Sheldon of Fear Expo coming to Owensboro, Kentucky in March. FearExpoLive.com. You talked about March 23rd was going to be the day of the tours. And you're going to be heading to the Louisville, Kentucky area, which is about an hour, hour 45 away. But you said you mentioned six haunts that you're going to go see. Now, I know Louisville's got a slew of really good haunted attractions out there. What are some of the uh, haunts that you're going to be visiting when you go out on that on that one day tour? So um, when we reach Louisville, we're going to we're going to have a full day. We're going to start the day off um, at Waverly Hills. Um, which we're going to do ghost tours. Sorry about that. My phone is making all kinds of funny noises. Um, we're going to start the day off at Waverly Hills. Um, and super excited. I've actually never been to Waverly Hills Sanitarium. So from there, uh, you're beginning on the bus as you finish your ghost tour. And so that means the buses will be staggered. We're going to head to the Devil's Attic. Um, that's another great haunt to go to. That's a great um, haunt. That, that one's actually going to be a lights on tour because they're doing different types of um, changes at this time. So we're not going to be able to have a full actor show there, but still just to be able to see the devil's attic um, with a lights on tour is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, as the buses leave there, you're going to head over to American horror plex. That's another, um, another great, another great one to go to, um, to that this from year. there. What's that? I went to that one this year. Very impressive. Isn't that a, is it? Yeah. I'm oh, super excited about going there. Is that going to be a full actor show or another lights on? Full, a full actor show. Oh, full that's fantastic. Show. That's a great, yeah. that's a great one. Mm-hmm. And then once we leave there, we're going to go to Malice Manor and we're actually going to have dinner at that, at that haunt. So that's going to be, you know, another great show. I mean, all these haunts that we're naming, I mean, there there isn't a weakness anywhere, um, you know, and we're going to do six haunts in one day. So we're going to leave there, and, and by this time, it'll be dark, and we're going to go to the Haunted Hotel. Um, I don't know. You ever been out to the Haunted Hotel? I have been to the hotel. That's a that's that's amazing. For, so, for such a small and, building, they pack a lot in. Yeah, and the actors there, I mean – Everything I've heard is like the actors just make the show is so amazing. Um, and then from there, we're going to finish the night at Black Orchard Haunted House, uh, which it has some outside effects there. So it'd be nice. It'd be dark. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Um, so uh, like I said, we have six haunts and one day. That's those, those are some good ones. I've been to, I have not been to all of them, but I have been to several of them and I, and I know that they are going to put on great shows. Now, um, how many are going to be lights on only versus a full show? I know you mentioned a couple of them, but. So the devil's attic is the lights on tour. And that's the only one that's, um, 
that's going to be um, a lights on oh, full wow. or lights on show. All the rest of them are full shows. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and the Ultimate Hunt Tour, I just wanted to make sure that I address this real quick, is sponsored by Fear Expo, VFX Creates, the Halloween Shirt Company, and HauntCon this year. Now, Jonna, as a haunt owner, I know you can't go this year due to other engagements, but you had a question while we were off the air. Well, I, I was kind of wondering, um, mostly as a haunt, a small haunt owner, you know, are there going to be things for all different sizes of haunts or are you guys going to be catering towards the big boys and all different haunts? And then also um, a part B, which has nothing to do with part A, is, you know, what made you guys decide to create? Uh, for your expo. All right. Well, I'm going to take part A first and talk about um, the different sides of haunts and um, and what there is for everyone. Well, first of all, um, the way that I look at it is because of the way we've set Fear Expo up to be able to get the new vendors in. Um, we are bringing in vendors that cater especially to home haunts. And, and, you know, smaller budget hunts um, as well. I mean, I think I'm almost positive that we had at least seven or eight of our vendors that came in last year that were the first time they've ever vended at a show and went on to, you know, vend at Transworld and did an amazing job there. And so I love the idea that, you know, because of the price point and, and how affordable the Fair Expo show is, we're able to bring in vendors who who sell, you know, maybe a hundred dollar mask or maybe a fifty dollar costume um, that a home haunt or a small haunt, you know, that's they can buy an entire um, theme with, you know. So when it comes to having vendors for all different size haunts, I know that we cater to everyone from the smallest home haunt to to large haunts. Um, with with the type of vendors that we have there now as far as classes that is something that HauntCon has always done an extremely good job at is making sure that all the classes have a great feel and a great mixture and with us having friday being a 101 you know basically beginner classes and then Saturday, a good variety of different types of classes. I think that's going to continue. So it doesn't matter whether you're a home haunt, uh, whether you're a haunted attraction that has under 5,000 people or a haunted attraction that does 40,000 people or a screen park. Um, there's something for everyone at Fair Expo. And, and if we don't have it yet, let us know. I mean, my phone number is all over where you can call me directly and say, hey, Doug, you need to get this here. You need to do this. And and we're going to do everything we can to make sure that we fill the gaps because that's what it's about for this industry is, is making sure that we have something, you know, to make sure that every haunted attraction and screen park is successful. So that was part A. Did I answer it pretty good? Yes. Um, a follow-up to that, though. Um, do you have, I mean, obviously you're not a one-man show. So what are some of the different um, experiences and expertise and stuff that you use, you know, in your group to put together your expo to make sure you're hitting your, all those good marks? 
So just like any business, um, I've been doing marketing for 21 years and then running a haunted attraction for going on five now. Um, it's all about the people you put around you. And you got to make sure that that you put the right person in the right seat on the bus. And that starts with figuring out what seats you need to fill. And um, last year was our first year at, you know, fill, figuring out where we need people. We had so many amazing volunteers that came in and helped us. And um, we wrote down, I mean, you know, Emily Bloom, she showed up and um, was absolutely amazing at the show and helped us out. Leonard Pickle with education, um, you know, Steve Fielder. There's, there's just so many people. I don't want to just, I, I end up running out of names. But these people, you know, said, hey, we need this. We need, we need to help here. And then we wrote all that down and we circled back this year and said, okay, who do we put in charge of this aspect? Who do we put in charge of, you know, taking care of the vendors? Who's going to be in charge of making sure that our printing is done early? Um, so everything about running a trade show from what we found, and we brought in a couple companies and, um, you know, got some advice from them. Um, these companies are running major trade shows. And but then we tweaked it and we geared it towards the haunt industry and and made it feel at home for haunters. Uh, we're a very professional show, but we but we didn't forget, you know, who we are and what industry we're with and make sure that everyone has a great time as well. So um, I guess I guess to answer your question is um, every every time we do something, we learn a little bit better and how to organize it a little bit better and how to make sure that, you know, we fill all the gaps. Great. Did yeah, I answer that pretty good? Yeah, you answered that one great, but do you remember <laughs> okay. what, what part B was? Because I'm forgetting. <laughs> part B was, why did we start doing Fear Expo? Oh, that's right. <laughs> See, I'm an old crone. I don't remember things very well. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm 52, so I'm getting I'm getting up there oh, now. Gosh, young um, you're young. <laughs> you're the youngest All right, one here. So, can't be. <laughs> I think I think Meat Hook Jim's younger than me. Come on. <laughs> Sap. Go ahead. Okay, you're just <laughs> trying to flatter him because he might be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't don't suck up to the instructor now. I got news for you, Doug. By the time I, I make it to Fear Expo, I'll be 58. Okay. Well, that's not that's not that much older than me. Um, all right, enough procrastinating. That's Jim's job. Let me answer that question real quick. Why <laughs> why did we start Fear Expo? Um okay. So I'm going to give the backstory that I haven't really given out to very many people. We actually started um, Fear Expo when you go back to the virtual side of it, because we saw a gap with the pandemic and the way it was going and not sure if it was going to end anytime soon. Um, the virtual shows that were out there were basically glorified websites, um, you know, across every industry, not not particular to ours, but um, they just, they weren't a show. And so we created a virtual show. Um, we had some problems on the opening day with some of our um, key parts of it. And we got beyond that and ran a second show and made some pretty good money on it for the vendors that were there. Um, and we said, okay, great. We, we, you know, got us partially through the pandemic. Everything's looking good. And next thing I know, we're getting phone calls left and right. 
hey, why don't you do the, a real show? Why don't you do a in-person show? And um, I got a phone call from one of the vendors. Um, I let him remain, you, you know, unnamed for right now. And he talked to me for about five and a half hours about <clears throat> the, the little things, about some of the stuff that when um, – when you when you do things this you know for so long that you tend to forget about some of the small things and the industry really needed a a show that you know maybe looked at some of those small things you know maybe a show where we could bring in the the little guy and help him grow to be a big vendor you know maybe you got an artist on your staff that you know is an amazing um, you know, makeup artist and, and wants to someday paint masks and have a mask company, you know, and an incubator, it, you know, basically is, is what I saw it as. And they said, you know, if you could do this, if you could come up and have a live show that just basically focused 100% on the industry, focused on making sure that the vendors did well making sure that the haunt owners that came had a great time, got some great education, um, you know, it would be a great thing. So we never, when we started looking into Fear Expo, never said, you know, how much money can we make? Because you don't make money in a trade show. You just don't. I mean, um, we lost a lot of money the first year. We're, we're invest a lot of money this year. It's not about that. It's about making sure that as a whole, this industry just keeps on growing. And and some of the vendors that were there last year and some of the hot owners there, you know, came up to us and told us how excited they were that this show was here. We're not trying to replace any show. We're not trying to run any show out of business or any of those rumors out there. I mean, I absolutely love going to other shows. Um, but at the end of the day, we think that there's a, there's a whole or a void that, that we can fill. And as long as people want to keep coming to the show and vendors want to show up and, um, you know, people want to get educated, we're going to keep doing it. You can probably, um, you know, for either financial reasons, distance reasons, schedule reasons. Um, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people who like having an, um, an alternate choice because, you know, they can't always make it to, to the big shows. Not that you're not a big show, but, you know, everyone ex kind of expects the granddaddy. But it's great that you're giving, you know, everyone another option. Yeah, and and I think, um, well, I know, because we hear it all the time, that people are, a lot of people are really happy that we're doing it. And um, we hear that, um, you know, if, if we do something wrong, they tell us, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, no, don't do that. You need to stick to this. Okay, okay, I appreciate that. So um, we get advice, and um, and I'm I'm tell you what, I'm super excited about what we're doing uh, this year. This Friday, the networking and celebration day. It is completely. I mean, it's just us giving back to the industry. Um, it's an opportunity for everyone to get together. Um, it's it's going to kind of be that that. Uh, perfect storm of education, networking, um, and, and just having a lot of fun all in one day. And plus you get to go to the show floor and get a VIP access to that. 
if there's anything I'm excited about, and there's so much I'm excited about about Fear Expo this year, is that Friday. Um, don't miss it. If if you own a Han, if you're a vendor, make sure you come to Friday. It is going to be so much fun. Um, if you have a VIP ticket, you're in. And um, that, I mean, y- you can't even get like the breakfast for, for, you know, for what you're paying for the VIP ticket. So it's just going to be a fun day. Okay. So I want to ask you some silly questions now. Uh, not really silly, but a lot of times people are <laughs> driving when they're listening to the Bear- Big Scary Show or they're at work or whatever, and they can't get to the um, to the website at the time that they're listening to us talk with you. Just real quick rundown. What is the cost of the ticket? Are there uh, several hotel um, options in the area? You know, just a real quick rundown of some of those things that people would need to know, you know, to help make them decide to come see you guys. Perfect. Well, um, as far as pricing, um, there's two tickets. Um, the first one is our VIP ticket, which is $65. It includes everything. You have full access to everything except for the haunt tour. The haunt tour is separate because that's not actually part of your expo. Um, so the Friday event, all of Saturday's events, all the classes, um, the only thing that it does not include is workshops. Any workshops are going to be, you have to pay for the price of material. Um, and then a fee to the instructor for for doing that. So we have those all up separately. But other than that, it's 100%. You take you get to go into VIP tent. I mean, we have it all on our website. But for $65, it is definitely worth it. And then the general admission ticket is $25. And that gives you access to all three days of classes. So um, we're going to have 30 plus classes. You can go to any class you want. Once again, you can't go to the workshop. That is an extra cost. It does include the Friday night uh, music event that's included in it. Um, and it also includes the access to the Fear Expo costume ball. So um, you can do the 25 or the $65 ticket. Those are the only two we offer. Uh, try and keep it very simple. Um, so, and then all of that is at fearexpolive.com. And then you asked me another thing besides pricing. Uh, oh, hotel options in the hotels. area. So if you click on our travel link, we have, I believe there's 14, 12 or 14 um, different hotels on there. Those are just uh, the ones we recommend. There are some that are even outside the area a little bit further. Um, there's Airbnbs. I believe there's at least at least nine or 10 different Airbnbs that are available. And I do believe that all of the hotels are under $130. That's great. So people need to start booking now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And people have been. We've had a ton of people already booked. So I know that the Holiday Inn and the Hampton, which are right next to the convention center, um, they've already, they're close to half sold out for our show already. So definitely, if you want to be right next, you want to get your hotel pretty quickly. And you mentioned all the educational and every, and, and, Mm-hmm. workshops and things um our yes. own meat hook jim is going to be there and teaching a class jim what are you going to be teaching at fear expo well you know i gotta i gotta dust off the you know the 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 old stuff because i haven't taught at a convention in a few years now but uh the first class i ever taught was at HauntCon back in 2012 
and ended up actually teaching two classes. The the second class we put together on the fly, and that was all about uh, Q line acting. You remember that, Drew? Yeah, I, I I whipped that up with you and Tater and Jackie and a couple of others. So yeah. it worked um, out very well. But uh, this time around, uh, I, I've also been involved. If if you've paid attention to some of the things I've said recently or in the past year or two, or if you listen to my other podcast, Russell Horror, that's horror, not horror, horror. Um, <laughs> I'm involved in, in, in the pro wrestling industry as well. And uh, the class that uh, I am going to present to the, the powers that be is uh, all about physical stage combat using pro wrestling techniques to get you a huge wow factor without actually being dangerous. Um, so so is, is this like teaching people how to take a punch or how to fall correctly, that kind of stuff, or is it something different? Well, it's going to be uh, teaching you how to how to take a punch where actually nothing ever happens. I mean, uh, I don't want to give too much away from the pro wrestling world. You're going to have to come to the class to see it. But uh, if you are a fan of pro wrestling, you you know these wrestlers do this day in and day out. And let's face facts: if they did, if if they put their bodies through everything that appears that they went through, they would be a mess. And, and this class will be teaching you how to do those type of techniques that you can repeat over and over night after night uh, throughout the season without actually hurting anybody. Um, so that's the, the whole wrestle horror concept. Um, and it, it's, it's just a form of stage combat uh, that uh, I think will go over very well. We did it uh, two years ago when, when HotCon was virtual. And it got a good reception, so why not teach it live? Mm. Why not, indeed? So I remember there there have been some combat training classes taught at other conventions, and I know those were always well attended, and that's a that's an interesting topic. So I think that will be very interesting to a lot of actors who, especially those who work in pairs or in in large rooms and have you know, things to go on. So it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, if I was going, and unfortunately I can't make it this year because of prior commitments, I, uh, I would definitely take that. And hopefully I'll catch that at a future show. So any other questions from the host as we start winding this down? Um, all I've got to say is people c- come to my class. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I'll be there. Well, and, it definitely not- sounds like a, a great show and I would, um, I will definitely try to do my best to get it on my calendar for 2024. Jim, yours is not a workshop. We don't have to pay for materials like, you know, tights or no, 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 know, no. steel chairs or anything. <laughs> please, <laughs> please, Jim, do not come in wrestling, t- in wrestling tights. Please, oh, no. I, you don't want me to wear my singlet? Come on. No. <laughs> that might be the scariest thing at the show. Yeah, it would be, to be honest with you, but you'd rather, I think you'd rather see me in a singlet than in just a pair of trunks. So <laughs> this, this would be true. Very at true. Least, at least you're not going to the costume ball as kinks or are you? I am. I. There you go. There's that's the question. See? Oh, geez. I'm, I'm sure there will be photos. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, as we start to wind this down, 
Um, do you already have plans for next year as far as, you know, there's, there's the other show that is normally in March and they had to relocate because of construction going on at their venue, but they're probably going to be going back to March next year. So in 2024, what do you have tentative dates? Is it going to go back to January or, or are you looking at alternative weekends? So, um, right now, we are focused on 2023. As soon as we close the door on that show, we're going to sit down and, and talk about what we're going to do. But as of right now, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense for us to go ahead and start thinking about that. Okay. We just have too That's much a, going right now. That is a very fair answer. So, you know, just looking ahead. But anyway, folks, we're not looking ahead to anything but 2023 at this point. So what are, because this is the part of the show we like to call the plugs, what are the best ways to register, get tickets? I assume if I'm a vendor in the greater Kentucky, Indiana, tri-state area, Ohio, Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois, wherever, and I'm interested in coming to the show, maybe vending at the show, Interested in the haunt tours, obviously the seminars, the parties, all the cool stuff that's going to be happening in Owensboro, Kentucky, March 24th, 25th, and 26th. Where are the best sites and social medias to get that information? I would go directly to fearexpolive.com. Uh, you can go to fearexpo.com as well. It's just it takes one extra click. And then once you get to our live site, uh, click on registration and everything you want to register for is there. Remember, the classes are included. You do not have to purchase your classes. We are going to have signups because we just want to get a feeling on how many each class is going to have. So we're getting ready to have um, that added on. I think right now the only thing that is not added on our registration is the seminar signups and the events. Uh, both of those will be coming up, I would say, within the next couple of days. Um, and then and then we're ready for you. I mean, we have everything up on the, on the um, fearexpolive.com. And do you have a list of the seminars and classes and workshops that'll be happening, or are those going to go up in the next little bit? So I have my list that's right here. Um, right now, um, I have a list of about 35 um, that are already confirmed. Um, so if you want, I could give you some of the topics if you're interested in hearing some of the titles, or sure. I could give you the names of the people, or I could do both. Throw a list of uh, cool things out there. So let's see what's, uh, yeah. what's waiting so, in store for us. So, I mean, we have dealing with problem guests. Um, so you want to be a haunter, which is a beginning class for opening a new haunt. Um, blood, rust, and disgust. Um, painting techniques for your haunt. Super awesome class on makeup, airbrushing, makeup that does not suck. <laughs> um, and, and some of these <laughs> courses, we might tweak the names. <laughs> um, Creating a budget-friendly interactive attraction for your haunt. Um, haunt Makeup 101, how to get more customers to find your attraction. Oh, marketing. I'm sorry. Haunt Marketing 101. Oh, how did I miss that? Recruit and build an all-star haunt team. 
uh, Donuts for Dracula, creating an accessible food and beverage program for your haunted attraction. 3D applications in QA, and that's with Stuart Smith. Um, mitigating the risk of sexual harassment and workplace violence in a haunted attraction. Ooh, that's a good hiring one. The, yeah, hiring the productive and legal way. Hiring with the new staffing challenges that we're all facing right now. Those are two different classes. Engaging your audience by leveraging technology how to get more bang for your buck in marketing, um, managing emergency tools for turning emergency into incidents, haunt loss prevention, haunt insurance, understanding your coverage and understanding why you need insurance, sculpting and mold making, and, um, geez, um, animatronics, the beginning steps to creating your own monsters, speed makeup, training any actor for any spot inside the horror film industry or yeah it's okay and then indie horror film acting another one process and procedures managing your haunt the scare and feeding of haunt wait the scare and feeding of haunt costumes i'm wondering why it says feeding hold on let me look at this real quick <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't, I don't feed my costumes. <laughs> well, if oh, they're scary um, enough, you might want to feed them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, wow, it actually came in saying feeding, so I might have to look at that one. Um, another 3D application class from another 3D artist that's extremely well known. Um, sliding, adding it to, adding sliding to your event and how to do it correctly. That's a um, good advertising, onboarding, and retention. Um, the key to lowering your turnover of actors. Um, how to create your own ghost tour um, in your haunted attraction. Getting the most out of every square inch of your uh, haunted attraction and then designing fear. And those are just the ones that I have right here. Um, I think we have about probably six workshops that are still being finalized. So, I mean, we got some really good classes. I'm, I think, I think the problem that most hot owners are going to have right now is, um, is figuring out which one of their, who in their staff to send to different classes. <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, that's that list. I would probably want to do like 98% of those. And that's not even mentioning one. and that's not even mentioning our keynote speakers um, that we're gonna have on Friday. Um, they have some really good it's a really good seminars. So well, it sounds like it's going to be a blast for anybody that's gonna be traveling to Owensboro, Kentucky, March 24th through the 26th with the Haunt Tour on the 23rd. Don't forget about that. FearExpoLive.com. All the social medias, I assume you can find it. I assume you have Facebook and Instagram mm -hmm. and, and all that good stuff. And there are links yeah. to that on the website as well. That's correct. correct? Excellent. Yes. So, folks, if you haven't made your New Year's resolutions yet, you might want to make a resolution to head to Owensboro, Kentucky right there on the banks of the river and head out to fear expo march 24th through the 26th fear expo live doug we want to thank you 
for taking the time to speak to us about this. Any final words, any words of encouragement, any begging, pleading, or asking people to come? <laughs> now is a good time to do it. Well, um, I just would like to reach out to anyone out there who would like to be part of Fear Expo. Uh, we have a lot of opportunities, um, everything from, you know, security staff to helping, you know, helping run the whole place. So if you have an interest in being part of Fear Expo, we have a spot for you. So go to our jobs and volunteers um, tab, um, which is in registration and send me a note and we're getting contact. Oh, and, and one final question. Since this show is not open to the public, what are the qualifications that you need to have in order to attend this? Okay. So I'm going to go directly to our website for this. All right. And um, we have a list on our website, and then we also have it on the sign up. But buyers in every type of haunted attraction, haunt related business, in person, and um, including haunted houses and hayride operators, amusement park, theme park, water park operators, family entertainment centers, outdoor entertainment operators, um, anyone dealing with a haunted bowling alley, mini golf, go golf cart, anything dealing haunted that way, corn mazes, pumpkin patches, um, farms, uh, doing in-store or online Halloween retailers. Um, we also consider any type of entertainment that has to do also with Halloween industry. Um, if you have a themed paintball, jelly ball, foam party facility, <clears throat> in-store or virtual escape room operators, special effects and makeup artists, special amusement, zoos and aquariums that are doing haunted theme, and any of their employees or workers are included in here. So, um, and also home haunts, the growing the including ever-growing serious home haunters. So, I mean, a large percentage of the people who we would directly come in contact with are able to come to this. Um, it's just not open to the general public as far as someone who would just go to Home Depot and, and pick up, you know, a couple of pumpkins to put on their front porch. That We're not looking for the enthusiasts. We're looking for the serious home haunters who are putting up you know, home haunt for people to actually come and look at and walk through um, on up to, um, you know, screen parks and so on and so forth. Okay. And don't get me wrong. I love children. Uh, they taste just like chicken. <laughs> but is there an age limit on on kids? So this is something titties? we've got. This is something we've gone back and forth because we do have certain vendors who have their kids as part of their vendor operation. So it's, it makes it really tough. So we did set, uh, you must be 15 years of age to attend a show. Um, anyone under the age of 18, um, or excuse me, under the age of 16, you know, so the 15 and 60 year olds must stay with an adult at all time. Now, are we going to tell you to leave if you bring your eight year old? Um, we're going to definitely make sure we keep an eye on what's happening. I, I've seen this at other trade shows and it's hard to just put a stamp down that says, no, no one under the age of 15 can be there because you, there's so many, so many variables. Um, and we don't want to be that show that says you can't have kids there, but we also don't want to be that show that is overran by tons and tons of kids. So as of right now, we have not had a problem. 
So our rule, and I'm doing quotations, air quotations here, of you must be 15 years of age to attend is a guideline, kind of like a speed limit. Um, until we start having a problem with, um, with it becoming a problem and we have to step into enforcement, then it might change to an actual standard. I, I hate to answer that way, Jonah, but for right now, that's the only thing I can say. We do have a rule. You got to be 15 years of age to attend. But are we going to kick you out if you bring someone under? Most likely not. Uh, no, I, I think that very... was a good answer because, you know, I've we've seen um, I've been to shows where there are limits where it's pretty much in a, a completely adult crowd. And then I've been to more the enthusiast type of shows where kids of all ages are there. And I know yeah. that sometimes it's an issue, especially for vendors, you know, kids grabbing things, you know, and things like that. So I just wanted to ask that question because I'm sure there's a mom or dad out there wanting to know. Yeah, it's it's our goal that, um, that people treat this like um, an actual trade show. So most of the time they're not going to bring their children. But every once in a while, something happens and you have to or you have a, a kid who's growing up in the industry and he's the future GM of your haunt and he's 14 and you want him to, you know, learn all about buying and education. Then, you know, we're, we're not going to tell him no right now. You might need that eight year old to model that mask. Who knows? There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I was amazed at how many children were at IAPA, but I guess it made perfect sense since they were the ones playing the games and riding the roller coasters and doing all that part. Oh. So I guess totally you, have agree. To, oh, you have to, you have to see how they react to that stuff. But anyway, once again, Doug Sheldon, we want to thank you very much for taking the time to come and speak to us here on the big scary show, fear expo live.com. All the social media is there. We also couldn't do this without our wonderful co-hosts. Unfortunately, Storm again was not with us because of holiday family obligations, but we do want to thank Meat Hook Jim. Make sure you come watch my class. Learn how to beat up somebody without getting hurt. Are you going to take a steel <laughs> chair to the back? Yep. Oh, I oh, would pay to see We that. heard it here. Hold on, no, I we recorded that. We, we have it. We have it listed. Also want to thank the old crone, a.k.a. Jonna. Everyone have a good and happy, safe um, New Year's. My name is Drew Badger down in Charlotte, North Carolina. Wishing I could make Fear Expo this year. Unfortunately, I have another event going on that weekend. But the Big Scary Show will be there. So come see our booth there. And as Jonna said, everybody have a wonderful, happy, safe 2023 and I'm sure we'll catch you somewhere down on the road because that's what we do here at The Big Scary Show.
Greetings, listeners, and welcome. Watch out. Don't trip over that torso. It's time for Between the Corpses. Greetings, listeners. Meat Hook Jim here. And on this episode of Between the Corpses, I am going to continue our witch hunting. And we are now in the Salem Sensation, the Salem Witch Trials. Salem, Massachusetts was transformed into a hellhole of denunciation and death at the say-so of children. One man was pressed to death and 19 were hanged before sanity returned. A day of mourning was declared, and no one in America was ever pressed to death again. The nightmare began in the early months of 1692, when a small group of girls listened to tales of magic told by Tichiba, a Caribbean slave woman in the service of local minister Samuel Paris. The insight Tichiba gave them into a hot and vivid world flustered these, imp- flustered these impressionable girls and they became hysterical. When they were quizzed by adults, the girls, Abigail Williams, 11, Anne Putnam, 12, and nine-year-old Betty Paris, claimed they had been bewitched by three local women. These were Tichiba, a humble beggar called Sarah Good, and a widow, Sarah Osborne, all outsiders in this close-knit and devout community. Tichiba was black, Good smoked a pipe, and Osborne had lived in sin before marrying her second husband. None attended church. Tichiba confessed under interrogation, giving the same titillating detail that had so excited the children's interest. She was allowed to go free, but the town's dignitaries became convinced that an epidemic of witches had spread through the community. More than 400 people were arrested as they tried to root them out. One of them was five-year-old Dorcas Good, daughter of Sarah, who was chained up in jail for seven months. Sarah was hanged. Constable John Willard was sentenced to death after he refused to make further arrests. Innkeeper Bridget Bishop was accused of transforming herself into a bizarre creature with the body of a monkey feet of a rooster and the face of a man and then haunting innocent men at night. Reverend George Burroughs was accused of seducing young girls into sorcery. Harvard graduate Burroughs was a former pastor in Salem who left following a parish quarrel. He was arrested as at his new post in Wells, Maine and brought back to face trial where he was accused of being a ringleader of witches. It was said he caused the death of his of the wife and daughter of his successor. An inspection of his teeth convinced observers that he was responsible for bite marks on young girls. It was 80-year-old Giles Corey who was pressed to death. He refused to plead to charges of witchcraft, without which he could not be examined in court. He was taken to a field where rocks were heaped upon his chest in an attempt to make him concede. 
Corey died in agony. The court proceedings make bizarre reading. There were numerous mentions of the black man, as the devil was known, with elaborate descriptions of ritual, psychic episodes, and feats of strength all attributed to satanic intervention. In the dock, witnesses frequently showed symptoms of bewitchment, causing further chaos. One account relates how it cost the court a wonderful deal of trouble to hear the testimonies of the sufferers, for when they were going to give in their depositions, they would for a long time be taken with fits that made them incapable of saying anything. The chief judge asked the prisoner who he thought hindered these witnesses from giving their testimonies, and he answers, he supposes it was the devil. That honorable person then replied, How comes the devil so loath to have an, any testimony born against you? Which cast him into a very great confusion. This was just a, a touch of the, the, the Salem witch trials. Um, and I've been to Salem multiple times. And let me tell you that... Uh, it was 19 people that, that lost their lives either by hanging or by pressing in 1692, unjustly. Uh, and being a witch myself, I will say that Salem is nice because you don't have to hide what you are in, in so many communities. So I encourage all of you witches out there that may not have made the pilgrimage to Salem at least go once, um, you know, and just relax and be yourself. Uh, it's well worth it. And on top of that, Happy New Year. Ohio Haunted House owners, actors, and enthusiasts, join the new Ohio Haunters Association. We are working with haunters across the state from home to pro, to strengthen the Ohio haunt community. Open to all owners, actors, makeup artists, prop builders, designers, and Halloween paranormal enthusiasts. The Ohio Haunters Association, where haunting is the heart of it all. Look for us on Facebook. In the shadows of the tall timber, a terrifying army of animals gather, an ever-growing horde of beak, tooth, and claw. This is the Day of the Animals. We've got to act like we got no one but ourselves. Get us down off this mountain. See Christopher George, Leslie Nielsen, and Linda Day George struggle for survival in a world gone mad. What about Roy and the Professor? They've had it. The Day of the Animals is coming, and there's no place to hide. Rated VG, parental discretion advised. <laughs> These cold, dark days of winter will eventually give way to weather much more suitable for working on projects for hunt season 2023. So while you're bundled up under a blanket, maybe with a hellhound or two to keep you warm, here are some of my favorite YouTube channels and videos to keep the burning embers of haunting alive. Now, of course, everyone knows about Alan Hawks and Stilt Beast Studios. If you don't, where have you been hiding? 
but you can find great tutorials about literally anything and everything. But here's some others to, you know, take a little time to check out. If you're looking for more DIY tutorials for hunt props, check out Van Oaks Props. That's V-A-N-O-A-K-S-P-R-O-P-S. You'll find everything from electrical, sound, 3D printing, and of course some really cool animatronics. Sam Hain Propworks. Yes, I know it's pronounced Sawin, but for spelling purposes, let's go with Sam Hain. On this channel, you'll find great tutorials using EVA foam, insulation foam, and the kind of props that really add those fine scenic details to your font, like lanterns and ship's wheels, things of that nature. For larger outdoor props and scenes, check out Hollywood Haunters. This couple will blow your mind with their full-scale realistic sets and props that they build. They even built an entire ghost town, so if for no other reason, check that out. Then I discovered back during the pandemic a brilliant young makeup artist on Facebook, and that is Devil's Little Sister. That's D-E-V-I-L-S-L-I-L-S-I-S-T-E-R. She has videos that will take you step-by-step step using an airbrush and several makeup tutorials and ideas, and she is a fabulous artist, and if for no other reason, check her out for her inspiration. She also has some products that she sells that's really cool. So hopefully this will give you enough inspiration to come out of your winter hibernation and start building again. So get out there and start creating something scary as soon as your toes defrost. Until next time, don't forget to stir the cauldron. Enter the haunted world of Fright Find and discover an environment dedicated to promoting your haunt. Target customers who will influence others on attending haunt attractions as Fright Find brings in scream seekers looking for haunted places, events, and accommodations of every sort. Various exposure options give you the ability to reach your audience throughout the year. Don't be afraid. Go to FrightFind.com now to add your haunt for free and see for yourself the difference Fright Find will make in your haunt listing. Super Suckers. Super suckers. Sleepy Vampires on the Big Scary Show.
your actors, your props, yourself. If they're worth dressing right, they're worth Von Karam. When you scare enough to wear the very best. Boncaron.com. V-O-N-C-H-A-R-O-N.com. As we slide back into the swamp where we hid the body, we would like to thank the following sponsors. Screamline Studios. Creepy Collection. Dark Imaginings. Fright Finder. Haunt Pay. Von Caron Productions. And VFX Creates. We'd also like to thank Virgil Franklin, Master of the Ether Muse. And we couldn't do this without the three ghosts, including Badger, Haunt Consulting and more, rabidbadger.org. Meat Hook Jim, check out his other podcast at wrestlehorror.com. And Storm, Rants and more, hauntminute.com. And finally, you, the listener. Without you, we are nothing. The Big Scary Show is copyright Big Scary Show LLC, and no rebroadcast of this show may be made without express permission of the owners. All music used on The Big Scary Show is used with expressed permission of the artists themselves. <laughs>